This is exactly right. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But I invited you here Thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We're in the backyard. It's raining. It is raining. I don't know if you can hear that uh, kind of dropping, dropping, dropping. I hope that the sound of rain is not as triggering for you as it is for me. Um, I'm slowly kind of trying to re-embrace that rain can sound nice uh, now that my home isn't flooding. Um, but what else is going on? I tried some jeans on in a bathroom stall last week. Uh, this is, uh, you know, thrift stores have gotten rid of their dressing rooms, and it's just unacceptable. I had to sneak my jeans into the men's restroom and try them on in a bathroom stall. Where are, what's happening? Where are we? And, I, you know, is it savers? But this is also happening at Goodwill. All of these places, I want to shame them. Let me try my pants on in your business. I don't want to be in the bathroom. I'm just going to have to start stealing them. Oh, what am I talking about? Let's talk to the guest. <laughs> I adore today's guest. It's Lily Sullivan. Hello. Lily, welcome to I Said oh, No Gifts. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here, and I don't know. I think it may be the rain that's just, you know, the, I feel like I brought an interesting energy. It's peaceful. Okay, good. It's very good. zen. It's, it's starting to sound nice. This used to, as, as of last like the last two weeks, I'm like, the rain can, can not be f getting everything wet. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I want the mood, but I don't want the logistics of it's raining. Right. I have to like go to the grocery store in the rain. Exactly. Which, yeah. I mean, I lived in Chicago for a long time and in Colorado and the weather's way worse. Way worse. But I never really bitched about it. And then now I come here and I'm like, oh my God, the rain. Because there, the weather is consistently different. Yes. You know, you get to deal with all these things all the time. Yep. Here we get two weeks of rain a year and 
full panic. It's completely changed who I am. <laughs> I'm a different person. Your different family doesn't recognize you. No, they don't know me anymore. No, I don't even speak to them. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't go back. <laughs> um, you're from Colorado. I am. Yeah. Well, I grew up in Chicago till I was 10. Okay. And then I moved to Colorado with my mom to tell you I had Colorado. Okay. Yeah. And I love to hear you say Colorado instead of Colorado. <laughs> this has been is a, that how I said it? <laughs> well, you know that Chicago accent is still with me. <laughs> well, I feel like people in Colorado say Colorado. They do? Yes. We've talked about this on this podcast before. I just bring it up with people who aren't Colorado. even from Colorado. <laughs> did you just say it like it's... How did you just say it? I say Colorado. So, because you're a Southwest person. Yes. And Colorado well, people say Colorado. <laughs> Annalise, you say Colorado, right? Colorado. I literally never heard Colorado until I moved here. Colorado. Yeah. It's Colorado. It feels- well, saying Colorado is insane. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds wild. Demented. But it's also ironic given like you'd think in Los Angeles, like people would know how to say rad. Right. right, like they'd yeah. be, it'd be easier for them. It's Colorado. the surfer culture. Yeah, Come exactly. on, let's Colorado. get the rad. And Nevada, people say Nevada. No, that's insane. It's Nevada. Are you kidding me? Nevada, Nevada? does not deserve a Are nice awe. Are we rich? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you like, do you like get taken places in a carriage? Like, what are you talking about? We're talking Nevada. about the state with Reno. Yeah, it's, not- it's Nevada. It is. Oh, I love to have my opinions confirmed on this podcast. That's well, why I bring people here. I love it too. I feel I feel safe now. <laughs> I'm amongst people who say Nevada. Do you get back to Colorado often? I do, yeah. I mean, we started driving in the pandemic because we were just like, you know, back when like there was like the fires were really bad here, for example. We were like, let's just get in the car and drive to my mom's house in Colorado. And it was like 12 hours straight. And we got used to it. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, we just drive there sometimes. It's it's insane. (laughs) 12 hours and you don't stay overnight anywhere. No, we just go straight through. Wow. And my husband basically drives the whole way, oh which doesn't also make God. any sense. How many breaks, or how many stops are you taking? That's hard. I think we were stopping, it's hard to say, like five times, but like what? for little- How is this physically possible? Yeah, like we were, because we get up like at the crack of dawn, uh-huh. get in the car and you get like a solid like four hours of just like driving straight there. Oh, sure. And then your body's like, I have to pee and eat and like what's going on? <laughs> and then you pull over and then the rest of the time it's pretty normal. Is that first stop in Las Vegas? Um, Yeah, that general area okay, probably. Okay, okay. Or no, we don't go through Vegas anymore. You can go through Vegas, but most of the time we go through a different route, which is much less scenic and oh, de- no. pretty dark and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this up the five? Where it's all to be honest, brown. I don't know because I don't drive. I just sit there <laughs> and the Google Maps takes care of it and my husband drives and I'm like on my so phone spoiled. and I'm like playing podcasts. <laughs> what are you two? You're listening to mostly podcasts on the way. No music? We no, lots of music. We like to do like a DJ thing where we each go, you can say what the next song is. That's oh, very I entertaining. Love that. And so usually we get into like, oh, we're playing throwbacks now or we're, you know. I'm like, this is what I used to listen to when I was like in sixth grade getting ready to go to school, like that kind of stuff. Can you name what that song would be? <laughs> I would love to know. <laughs> the <laughs> well, dressing it was definitely Mariah Carey, mm. um, Rainbow. Oh, fantastic. And it was also J-Lo's album, um, mm. that same era. And then Nelly. A lot oh, of Nelly. sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly, what happened to Nelly? What happened to Nelly? Where did he go? 
I feel like he had a, he was like the biggest rapper. I know. He was huge. I know all the words to every single one of his songs still. <laughs> Haven't listened to him since, but it's it's that ingrained. He went off a cliff. He must have done something to really make people mad. He really must have. Yeah. He, uh, I wonder. I, a, I think he had like one year of superstardom. Yep. And then the Band-Aid kind of did him in, and I think. And then something happened. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, was he canceled in some he way? He must like, have. Or like industry canceled? Right. He pissed off the wrong person. This would make a good podcast. Go into Nelly what happened could. at Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly, reach out. Let's, let's Nelly, talk this if you're listening, through. I know you are. <laughs> Number one listener. <laughs> Um, okay, well, what else has been going on? It's raining, you're uh, wearing denim. What's going on? I'm in t- Canadian tuxedo. It looks great. Thank you. I don't know when I started doing this, but now I can't stop. I feel like everyone at some point kind of just shifts into wearing all denim, and yeah. then it's just like, part, it's part of the wardrobe. It's kind of, um, I was thinking about this, actually. It, You know, it's kind of, there's. I'm seeing more and more Canadian tuxedos again, but like five years ago, people were wearing them all the time, and then like five years before that. It's like a five-year thing. Oh, that's a really quick fashion cycle. Isn't it? I guess it's because their denim is always a different shape, and we're just, you know, yeah. shifting different our tone. tuxedo into the new shape. Yeah. We're all Jay Leno in the end. Um, <laughs> also, I feel you about the whole thrift store thing. Oh. It's tragic. Can we talk about this for a minute? It's absolutely tragic. I don't understand. Well, I actually know what's going on because I looked into it. You they did. say they don't want to pay security. They're afraid that people are shoplifting from the dressing room. From the room. thrift store? Come on. That's not stopping me they're from shoplifting. Thro- they're throwing half that stuff in the trash anyway, yes. aren't they? It like, was all free. Yeah, what? What? Just do whatever. I... And, and also, like, these are the some of the poorest people who shop there regularly. Yes. Let them have some free stuff. Who gives I don't a understand shit? what we're even talking about. That makes me mad. It makes no absolutely no sense. Um, and the fact that I was able to just kind of take the jeans into the dressing room <laughs> is like, well, I could have stolen them right there. Yeah, exactly. What are we talking about? You want me about? to steal? I'll fucking steal. I will steal right <laughs> in front of an employee. Bring them up to me, and I will walk out of yeah. the store with my new jeans. Don't don't make me. Um, so I'm just not buying anything anymore. Yeah. I go there, and I kind of browse and think, well, what a world if we would be living in if I could try this on. Yes. Um, but I don't feel like there's any coming back from it. No, I feel like you have to – it's either you go wearing, like, all spandex, and you are going <laughs> to dress yourself in front of everybody. That's a great idea. Well, that's what I do at, like, vintage fairs. You just go in lycra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's really not a bad idea. I'm going to invest in some yeah. sort of kind of form-fitting like outfit. Like a onesie of some kind, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a leotard just yeah. wandering around Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Done. <laughs> That's really smart. Okay, well, that kind of solves my problem. It doesn't, it doesn't, though, because like sometimes you really want to know what it looks like without the bunch of spandex underneath like the jeans or the pants or and then also i don't feel like they have mirrors no no never a mirror right you have to find like a used mirror that you would be able to purchase there (laughs) exactly that reminds me of during the pandemic when all of the stores removed mirrors do you remember this no why what so eerie i don't remember that why would they they do that I think they took them out to keep people from dawdling. You know, they yeah. didn't want people, you know, Looking posing in front of the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people were doing that too much. <laughs> Just admiring themselves in mirrors at you Target. Know what the most humiliating thing is when you're like in a coffee shop and you know that the window is very reflective mm-hmm. and you see people walking by and checking themselves out. Oh, God. It's absolutely devastating. Because it, it's like 
Ev- it's people you wouldn't, you know. Literally every person. Every person. They've got to take a peek. They can't not. And I do it too. And I'm like, oh God, the, the people inside saw me. Yeah, I'm sure we all do it. Yeah, we do. It was probably one of the very early behaviors of, you know, early uh, human civilization, yeah. looking in mirrors and admiring. Right. That like, was one of our first, that's, that that's what ha- helped us survive <laughs> and evolve. <laughs> yeah, that's what separates us from the rest of the animal kingdom. Yes. <laughs> our vanity. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I look... Uh, it's interesting because you can't tell what you fully look like ever. No matter how much you look in the mirror, no matter matter. photos you have of yourself. The lighting is always different. It, especially as you get older. What oh, the fuck? What is happening to any of us? <laughs> then the mirrors are always different. Somebody bashed out the uh, windows of my favorite coffee shop and no. found coffee. No. Maybe they were mad about seeing themselves in the It was the reflection. They freaked out. <laughs> They're like, this can't be right. <laughs> I'll take care of this. (laughs) I'll smash this to smithereens. Where are you going to coffee in Los Angeles? Okay, well, so we live pretty close to all time on Hillhurst. Oh, sure. And unfortunately, we are there all the time. It's a good place. It's far too much money. Way too much money. I don't know what they're thinking. Like somebody said, and I stand by this, they were like, how do we get that breakfast burrito over $20? Because I think at this point it might be over $20. I think it is. I mean, that's outrageous. The whole place feels like a social experiment to me. It is. I mean, when I order a cold brew there, I'm served three ounces of liquid. (laughs) And I think this is like performance Mm -hmm. art or something. And they're like, $35. Yes. But it is good. I'll I'll give that to you. Yeah, it is good. But it it's very good. Uh, But it's um it's insane. Yeah. And it's also very sceney. It's extreme. I mean, the scene is over the top. I will say I saw Oscar Isaac there. Wow. And that was exciting. That's big. That's a big one. Or a man who looked like Oscar Isaac. (laughs) Uh, It's always hard to say. You can never say it. You never know in LA. You never know in Los Angeles. My rule is just assume it was the person. Why not? Yeah. No, that's a good call. Give yourself that win. You deserve it. (laughs) You've earned it. You deserve to see that person. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I've seen some of the most famous people I've seen in LA there. But like... Can you name any? I think I saw... Well, now I'm getting confused because I'm thinking about this restaurant I worked at where I did see maybe more famous people. Like I served Margot Robbie one time. Ooh, that's exciting. I served um, Pharrell. Oh, wow. These are big stars. (laughs) Yeah, they are. And the place was terrible. Can you say what place it was? (laughs) It's called... The food is good, but there was a lot... I'm actually, this is very cathartic. I get to talk about this on the podcast now. <laughs> I have for years been like, I don't want to bash the place because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people I like who still work there. But it's been long enough that I'm like, Jesus, I can say whatever I want now. What <laughs> are you free. doing? You're absolutely free. Yeah. People found, one time I served a salad to someone and they found a screw in it. <laughs> <laughs> How does a screw get into a salad? Well, that's what I, I was like, I need to figure this out because that's insane. So I went back to all these, the, the chefs, I was like, what? how in the world did this happen? And we figured out that it was because it was like there was a mandolin that they were, it was like a shaved vegetable salad. Oh, yes. I forget that a mandolin can also be a cooking. Yeah, they were, no, they were all playing instruments. <laughs> did you think it was like the, the was cooking a, instrument? It was an absolute no. racket in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was like about a nine-piece band back there. Um, no, they, so the reason that the screw came off was because it like fell off the mandolin into okay. the salad. And then I went back to the table and I was like, you guys, I figured it out. The screw was from the mandolin. Like, it's all good. Were they furious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting them to be like, oh, yeah. 
All good. And of course, they were like, no, they're horrified. I mean, that is... See, if I had found the screw in my salad, I would have swallowed it on purpose. Yeah. The lawsuit, I mean, the <laughs> endless possibilities. Right well, there. I was thinking about it like I'm so like Midwest and like like self-deprecating. I would be like, I'm just going to eat it. I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. I'll just I'll eat the screw. You're just chewing on <laughs> like, a it's screw. It's really good. <laughs> we loved it. <laughs> wow, a screw. I've never heard of that. I've heard of like bugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That happened, too. Often like a grasshopper or a cricket, I feel oh, like. Oh, God. In this case, it was a fly. Fly. That I'm thinking about. Okay. Don't like it. But a fly makes a little Some bit more of sense. sense. Yeah. The grasshopper is like, it got there at the farm. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to it's the been big there. city. It's been there for a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's dreams of working at, uh, what's the salad place called? Sweet oh, Green. Sweet Green. I'm going to go be a line chef at Sweet Green, and then it dies in route, and <laughs> someone finds it in their That grasshopper salad. had big dreams making it in Hollywood. And now Pharrell's chewing on it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that must be the dream for a grasshopper. To be eaten by Pharrell? Yeah. Uh, that's my dream. <laughs> Yeah, same. Same. <laughs> um, yeah, the, All Time does have a little bit of a scene. Um, very, very scene I'm trying to think of celebrities that I've assumed I've seen in Los An- Angeles. I, I feel like I've assumed I've seen the Queen of England. Oh, my God. Howard Stern. No. Uh, but this is basically I've seen an old woman and someone <laughs> with a perm. <laughs> that's uh, Those are like the two standouts for me. There's yeah, certainly those certainly couldn't are huge. have been. I mean, yeah. that's really big. Two of the most famous people <laughs> Alive and dead, R.I.P. Um, you saw the ghost of her, right? <laughs> she was in my bedroom last night. And he must be dead, too, at this point. No. Howard Stern, he died. Oh, I mean, now he's probably, oh, God, now he's going to die. And then yeah, we'll oh, have Jesus. to delete this, this episode. Yeah. R.I.P. Howard. Yeah, just to cover our bases, R.I.P. Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Howard Stern is the one person alive that I feel like we can talk about in this way, and he would be okay with I think it. so. I think so. And hopefully he's not him. dead now. But if he is dead, we love it. We love it. <laughs> There's no winning in this situation. <laughs> so we just have to cover every single base possible. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, unless he like went out in a bad way, you know. Right, he, in like, which case we are not affiliated with him. We do not. <laughs> that terrorist. We, yeah. <laughs> Secret terrorist Howard Stern. Yeah, I think we, it we covered it there, yeah. <laughs> um, well, as much as I'd like to talk about Howard Stern living or dying or being a terrorist or some other possibility, there's something else I'd like to talk to you about. Oh, yeah. No. Look, I was really happy to have you here today. I was really excited to have Lily come to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I was excited too. Um, the rain kind of was soothing me. Mm-hmm. I'll say it was beginning to soothe me. <laughs> That's a, It's a sound I can listen to in a soothing way now. Um, and so I was a little surprised when here you come holding your umbrella Yeah. Uh, and something else. Right. The podcast is called I Said No Gifts. I know. I don't have to tell you that. I know. I And I remember I got the email and it said no gifts and everything. I just, I really, I couldn't help myself. I really couldn't help myself this time. How is that a defense in any way? <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I just, I, I really like adore you. Okay, okay. The, and we're I turning couldn't around help myself. Here. I, I wanted, I had to give you something. The universe compelled me. <laughs> okay, that's a perfect excuse then. Oh, good. Oh, I wow. love it. That's all it took. <laughs> totally. I just need somebody to say something nice to me. Oh, yeah, compliments. Every once in a while. You know what you need to do with compliments? You just ask for them. <laughs> uh, this is something I've learned, and I straight up will be like to my husband, and I'll be like, I need a compliment right now, or I need like three compliments. <laughs> oh, that's good. So you give it, you just say compliment. 
Yeah. And so it can be, it, then when he gives it to you, it's his own thinking. Yes, exactly. But, and it better be. But sometimes he'll be like, your hair is brown. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no. Don't state a How, fact. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. <laughs> I don't need you to state a fact at me. Yeah. Okay, well, we so, have this gift here. Yeah, so do you want to open it? Yeah, it's in kind of a, it's in like a canvas tote with cactuses, cacti yeah, all over honest, it. to be honest, I think this was a gift to me, oh. this tote, which you're welcome to keep. I'm not keeping that. I'm you're not taking welcome the tote to. I feel like you want to. <laughs> it's so cute. I have enough totes in my life. <laughs> I've got enough canvas bags. I'm not taking your beautiful no more cacti totes. bag. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So my gift is, I'm not going to give you this, but I am. What is happening I'm here? going to try your portrait. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible. Uh, Lily has taken out a giant, uh, like, pad. pad of paper, but it's, like, leather-bound. It's fancy. It it's looks moleskin. Like a, yeah, it's like a the biggest moleskin that was ever made. It's like a gag moleskin, like those clown sunglass version of a moleskin. I got it at a joke shop. <laughs> An expensive one. <laughs> it's a really classy gag store. Yeah, it is. It's everything's a million dollars. You'd love it. It's next to all time. <laughs> they started a gag store. <laughs> all time was owned by two clowns. Yeah. Uh, expensive clowns. Fancy like very clowns. expensive clowns. Everything is farm fresh. <laughs> Uh, um, so you're going to draw Yeah, so, so there's I'm gonna a draw giant you, but There's one more catch Oh, what? I'm going to draw you But I'm not going to look down At at what I'm drawing <laughs> Because I feel like that would just It would be too vulnerable To really try That's extremely try. vulnerable For both of us For both of us It's a uh, Annalise, would you mind Doing a Recording this as a video as well Just in case Oh, yeah Please Oh, the mic. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, right. yeah, I didn't even here, think about that part. There's a lot going hands. Here, So we'll set this up in some way over there. There will be some, at least a clip of this happening. This is a huge project. I, I love know, this. And I don't want you to look at what I'm drawing either. Okay, I can't look. Um, there would be look. a decent amount of bias there. And, um, and then do you want anything oh, like... Oh, so these are markers. Do you want anything fun um, oh, let's see. Incorporated, I, like, I would love to be for me to be climbing a tree. Climbing a tree is that possible? Oh I, I can put you in a tree. How you can about put that? me in a tree. <laughs> I'll settle for that. <laughs> climbing a tree sounds really hard. <laughs> what um, level of art skill do you have? Okay, I am. First of all, I'm going to start drawing. So I'm, I'm my now me talking is going to be completely. I do want to explain to the listener right now. 
<laughs> Lily is give is very meaningful eye contact with me in a way that's <laughs> it's disarming. <laughs> yeah, she's looking at me like Well, yeah, because now I'm starting. I'm starting. Yeah. I can't and she has to look at me and I have to look at her. Yeah. And so we're both it's vulnerable but it's I'm not intimate. really looking at you though. I'm I'm <laughs> and she's also not looking at the art. And I think also you should know the tree is just going to be in the background <laughs> at this point because I think it's too big whenever I'm drawing. Um, oh, yeah, I can't Don't look. look. I can't look. I can't look. So you're drawing the tree right now. Well, now Neither. I'm doing it. I'm doing your face first. <laughs> you thought I was doing the tree. So from the glimpse that I got, I cannot wait to see how this turns into my face. <laughs> I got to get your teeth now. Okay. She's looking at my teeth. She's... I'm looking. I'm trying to give you my smile teeth. lines in there. I'm trying to talk to you, but also remain still. Now I'm going to do the leaves of the tree. <laughs> and she's also only using one color. So this is going to be... Well, no, I'm going back in with I'm other go back in. Stories. You're doing the lines right now. Yeah, I'm just doing the outline. Okay, it's a... So she's using a brown marker. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with the orange now. Okay, I we've got to like get some we orange get the in hair. there. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate kind of being true to who I am and my hair color. I would be doing if I had like all the colors in the world. <laughs> I would be doing like you know more browns and more. Right, maybe I'll put a little brown right. in the hair too. Okay, just to really emphasize. Do Do you want me to take my shirt off? What's next? <laughs> this is a good question. <laughs> I just see like from, you know, just the corner of my eye, I see blurs happening on the paper. I think it's going to look really good. Also, you have very beautiful blue eyes, if you don't mind me saying. Keep bringing the compliments. I know. <laughs> I'm doing your eyes. Okay, the eyes are happening. <laughs> and now I'm doing your jacket, like the similar blue Oh yeah, the jacket is kind of a bluish. So that's happening. Well, that's good. And we're we're almost done, by the way. I don't and want you're to. you're landing. I feel like you're getting the jacket in the correct place. I hope so, From yeah. what I can tell by not looking at. I want the viewer to know I haven't looked down if people are. Not, a, not even tell, a moment. Right? Okay, good. And I've kind of cheated. I've looked. Or You've I, looked. I can at least kind of see it because I'm in a better position. I'm doing what your, what your shirt says right now. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five-year-old. This is going to be a perfect drawing. Okay, now some greenery okay. for the tree. There's some plants back here. Oh, I could get some pinks also with the... Oh, yeah. I forgot that I requested that I'm climbing a tree, but... You're not climbing one. You're I'm just, no longer you're just, climbing Literally, I'm just drawing the background that you have behind you. <laughs> and then... There's only so much you can I'm do I'm going to give a little color to your face, just a little yellow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a classic skin tone. And I think that about wraps it up. Okay, so... Are we ready? Are we ready for it to be presented? Okay, present it to the camera first, and then I'll see it. Oh, wow. Big reveal. <laughs> it's. Okay, let me take a look. life changing. Oh, my. <laughs> this is actually way better than I expected. Yeah, me too. This is a beautiful piece of art. Thank you. This is really, I mean. The I mean, fact this could sell in New York for. I and it this will. It this could sell will. in New York for. Hundreds. 15 mil. $50 million. If you want this piece of art, uh, we must have one listener who's a billionaire. Oh my God, absolutely. Reach out. Nelly, if you're listening. <laughs> That's where he went. He Nelly, became a billionaire. <laughs> please. I'm going <laughs> to. Gorgeous. I'm going to give it to you. This is um, a stunning piece of art. Uh, what gave you this idea? Well, this is a very fun party game. That I like to play mm -hmm. where, I mean, obviously you have to have the right type of people that are all hanging out. Right. But you kind of just like turn to the person to your right and you all have to draw that person and you can't look down and everybody's looks absolutely messed up and This horrible. is such a great idea. Uh, 
have you been doing this at parties forever or I just- uh, yeah like, like for a very I mean on and off for my entire life I feel like because I don't remember when it started and it's <laughs> wow. sometimes it'll just come over me and I'll be like you guys you know what we should do I'm unfortunately I think I sometimes I have a little bit of that energy that's like let's play a game and everyone's like no <laughs> and I don't like that about myself, but sometimes it clicks in. But I feel like at a party, no one can have a complaint about that. And I try to be very respectful when it's like, well, clearly it's not the vibe. These aren't the people. Then I'm like, okay, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna force anything. Right, right. And so when you bring this up at a party, you run into the other room and bring this notebook out. <laughs> That's so depressing. If that was, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm not a fucking dork. <laughs> No, it would be like, oh, does you have any paper? Oh, you got some okay. pens. And it, this is rare that I get to use this many colors. Right. I mean, you used at least four colors here, five. Yeah. Well, yeah, don't forget the yellow for the skin. Oh, yeah, I didn't even see that gorgeous yeah. yellow. Um, what is the notebook for? <laughs> is it for well, this? So th- I, I do like to do art on occasion. Okay. I feel like I'm like a... I'd say eighth grade level artist. That's pretty impressive. I'm like, if I was in eighth grade and I was doing what I can do, everyone would be like, wow, she's really gifted. Oh, I love- We need to like send her to RISD or something. I love in uh, (laughs) elementary and middle school, you always have a friend who's pretty good at drawing. Pretty good. That's what I am. Pretty good. Not great. Not like you see something I do and you're like, wow. Well, I mean, other than this. Other than this. This piece of beautiful art. This is one of the best things I mean, it's very interesting. You could frame it. I'm going to, I will have to frame it. You know, it would look good blown up. Blown up. Go ahead and get it blown up. On a blanket. <laughs> like we're talking, we're talking six foot by 10. <laughs> On the side of a building. Yeah. Oh yeah. Billboard. Billboards <laughs> all over the city. I said no gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Billionaire listener, reach out. Yeah. Um, okay. So you uh, do occasionally do art. I do. And so I think my husband got this for me over the pandemic, this nice, beautiful pad mm-hmm. as like a gift to like keep keep doing art kind of thing. Oh. And then as you can see, I have not used it. A single time. <laughs> not once, except for today. <laughs> what kind of art do you usually do? Um. Well, I do... I like I like all sorts of art projects. Like I like a craft project kind of, but I also like to paint. Okay. And I feel like I, I there's a lot of like energy in me. Like once I get going on working on something, I could like be doing it for hours. Oh right, and you I, get locked I just, in. It just doesn't happen for me very often mm-hmm. because I don't build it into my life. It would be very healthy for me too, and I probably should. Because right now I've got all my eggs in one basket with this whole comedy thing. And, <laughs> and <laughs> like, we're all kind of just speeding do. downhill and <laughs> the industry so, is shutting the lights off. Yeah, literally. <laughs> we're all going to dental school soon. Yeah, so maybe this is my backup. This, I mean, at least you've got a backup. What do you got? Nothing. No other skills? Uh, Die. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Die in clothing or no, physically die? Be buried like Howard Stern. I could do that too. <laughs> Everybody can talk. Oh, brag, brag, brag. I could brag. do that too. <laughs> well, I went to school for it. So, um, okay. So, eighth grade, did you like, were you in art class and you gave up at that point? I was, no, I think I did art all through high school, but I just like never really like started to super excel at it enough. Mm-hmm. And the plus I like found theater and was like, I like it more. Right. But right. I think I always was like, oh, but you know, I'm like pretty good at that. And then, then more recently, I was like, actually, I'm, like I think in college I took a class, and I was like, in comparison to everyone else, I was in the class. Oh, I'm horrifying! Like, I'm actually, not that good at all. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, Same that, with singing. I had that with singing. Oof! I fortunately have never had the confidence to try 
singing around other people. I bet you have a beautiful voice. I certainly don't. Did you want to share a song? (laughs) Happy birthday Birthday to you. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like I, I, in high school, again, because I grew up in Telluride. So it's two thousand, it's twenty five hundred people. Oh, oh, so it really I didn't realize it was your so small. Sense of self and confidence. You, th- you're, you think you are the biggest fish, right? Of course, everybody's I've, the biggest fish of something until you're right. Absolutely. I thought I was Monet, Manet, Picasso, <laughs> either or. And then, um, but with singing, similarly, I like sang in a choir. I was in an acapella group. It's so embarrassing. And then I got to college and was like oh, no, you're actually <laughs> really not that good. You can carry a tune. The people in Telluride were very patient with you. They were. They were very understanding and, and um, encouraging. Um, the acapella group, what sort of songs were you singing? Oh, God. It was a little bit like, it wasn't very cheesy. It was more like folky music, oh. weirdly enough, because okay. of this director that we had. But the, I definitely had to sing a lot of like weird church songs. I'm not religious at all. Uh-huh. So I was like, Who I was didn't bringing know. the church songs. <laughs> it was like the place where we would all sing was like usually in churches. So oh, okay. then they felt like they needed to have some religious right, songs. Right. And then it would be a mix of like, you know, some, some folk. I don't know. Have you done acapella since? No, but should we start? I think we should. Should we start a group? <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> yeah, you, you start with that, and I'll hit you with a ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I feel Win like there was night. like... <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. I feel like there was like half a second when pe- society was like, I, uh, acapella is kind of okay. Yes. But then as soon as that was over, people were, we were like, what, what was happening? It's, I mean, I see the clips of Glee online. And oh. even that's like, Ooh. that's peak TV. Like, peak oh, yeah. everyone was obsessed. It's the most embarrassing shit I've ever seen in my it's, life. It's just, even people in acapella know we're doing something bad here. Yeah. We're I all mean, Even the ones where they have, like, everyone has an incredible voice, clearly. Mm-hmm. Everyone is doing their absolute best of, like, what that can be. And I'm like, this is not for me. It's so cheesy. It makes me sick. Well, everyone in an acapella choir, every single person is begging the universe to notice them and pull them out. Yeah, that's so Notice main me as energy. a singer and get me out of here. Right. Uh, because no one really wants to be there. Exactly. Listen to this bird. It wants to be part of our acapella choir. I mean, talk about main character energy. <laughs> so embarrassing. This bird is absolutely... I think we do a three-person acapella choir. It's you, me, and a bird. <laughs> I agree. Where do we where do we go? Where do we perform? Where do we go from here? All time. All time. All right, time. Between all time and their new gag shop, <laughs> there's this beautiful sound coming. Yeah. Um, okay, so you were an acapella. I didn't do in middle school. We got to choose between drawing or singing. Oh, drawing and, or singing uh, or art and singing. And so I went the art route. So are uh, you good? No, I'm good. I'm a very good doodler. Mm. But what are we doodling? What's the little cartoons and this sort of thing? Little faces. But when I actually try, I'm like, okay, now it's time to get out a piece of paper and draw one thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't have any control over this. Exactly. But the little cartoons, when I'm at work or whatever, and we're just like at the table, I'm I can draw decent little things, little um, witches, this kind of thing. Witches. Witches. Oh. uh, Whatever's on the mind. Mostly Halloween stuff. Pumpkins. Kind of, I would say, kind of seasonal. Ooh. So you know, during 
fall season, I'll be drawing a lot of witches or vampires. Oh, I love that. Uh, and then that'll shift. I haven't, you know, when was the last time I was in a physical workplace? Yeah, that's... It's been a while. For me, 10 years over here. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was, I think the last was, oh, there were like six weeks that I was in a workplace a couple of summers ago, but usually it's over Zoom. Yeah. So I'm not doodling on Zoom. No, you can't. I'm browsing the web. I'm online shopping. <laughs> I'm looking at porn. I'm not watching. I'm not listening to this Very meeting. loud porn. <laughs> no one on the Zoom can hear anything. <laughs> I'm just doing what you do on Zoom. Come on, people. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm similar and I doodle a lot. Uh -huh. I'll do. I, I think it, it's very like therapeutic. Like, you know, you're. You're releasing some like. A anxious energy, I think, yeah, through your hands. Absolutely. And better than that or like, and like staring at your phone is much worse. Oh, yeah, of course. So healthier to doodle. But I, I yeah, I don't really find myself doing it unless I'm like on hold, like. Oh, I love some, being on hold yes. and drawing. But that's less and less. Yeah. But I remember uh, with phone books, you would you could be on hold and drawing on those. On the phone book? Yeah. Oh, I love a phone book. A doodle because it's got that extra pressure you can really push down on it. Oh yeah, the sat very satisfying paper. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do they? I wonder. I feel like we finally stopped making phone books. It must be right. It was. I mean, up until about five years ago, I think they were still making them and dropping them on all of our porches. Like, where do they even live? Who was who making still has, them? Yeah, that's a good question. Who was the company? That's the. I guess Yellow Pages. I hope their family is doing okay. They are. <laughs> They're in some desperate times. If you're listening, feel free to reach out. <laughs> we, we are thinking of you. Wow. Yeah, I never really thought about the company behind it because it yeah. felt like such a public service. Well, the last name's definitely Pages, right? Yes, it was certainly Pages, <laughs> Mr. Yellow. I mean, Yellow <laughs> Page, yes. Yellow Pages. It's a compound name. And then uh, the, the White Pages family. Mm. White Pages, and then there that was... That doesn't have the same ring to it. It, do, it certainly doesn't. And then there was the combo phone book yes it was both was the combo like a lesser version of each couldn't tell you that's I don't, interesting i don't like i don't think i really even the other thing is because tell you right growing up they're so small no phone books no phone books no need Ooh, an eerie what an eerie fact In about fact, telluride everybody only knew the last four digits of you just need to last, know the last four digits of the phone number so i would be like i'm 0713 right and then everyone would know it was 970-728-0713 oh, right. right the prefix you don't need all those other numbers of course not no area code no yeah i feel like there was a, a period of time when you didn't need an area code yeah well maybe in i grew Utah. up in a 254 that was my prefix yeah which is also highland park is it? Very full circle. Whoa. That's why I'm probably... So you didn't need to change your phone number at all? Yeah, I just kept my mom's phone number. <laughs> Call my mom's landline. Perfect, perfect. Wait, where in Utah did you grow up? Um, South Jordan, Utah. Oh. That's a 254. And then I think they uh, they added another prefix at some point. Mm. But I can't remember. Maybe a 255 or I wonder what that would be. But I, I remember that being like, oh... Things are happening in this town. Yep, we've got a we've got two prefixes to remember. I mean, yeah, it's really expanding, big time. Huge. Also, similarly in Chicago, your area code is very telling. I was always seven seven three, but then when I started working at this one company, I had to get a three one two number, and I was like, ew. Oh. I don't. I'm not a three one two gal. Now area codes mean nothing. Yeah. 
I mean, every, everyone in LA has a different area. I code. don't. Well, I don't know what anyone's phone number is. Like, oh, certainly There's like not. one second where they put their phone number in my phone, and then mm-hmm. I never look at it again. Do you know Tim's? Your husband's? Well, this is, I, I think I finally committed it to memory like last year. We've been together <laughs> for like seven years. Same with his birthday, weirdly enough, too. He's always like, do you know when it is? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. And then I always like check on mine to like triple check that I've got it right. I've Numbers got it right. are hard. Numbers are hard. Um, basically, the only reason I memorized my boyfriend's was I needed it for the Ralph's uh, yeah card at the grocery store to get your your discount or i guess maybe vons or pavilions or something yeah and then i started saying it's because i love you does but that... <laughs> initially it was the grocery discount does it actually like really work those the, like i always feel like the phone number thing at the grocery store is like bullshit like oh it works it does i mean i have no evidence <laughs> i'm always like yeah they enter my phone number just to, like track me and like yeah, no, yeah. i'm coming back to like Get my protein waffles. <laughs> <laughs> protein waffles? Yeah, my friend turned me on to them. Well, how does that work? I don't know. It's probably make-believe. Is it like an ego? It's like an ego, but it's like, actually, it's made in Utah. It's made it's in the Utah. The kind that I've been getting. Um, okay, tell me more about this it's waffle. Called, I think it's called Kodiak. Kodiak. I, this is, I mean, this is me trying to convince myself something's healthy when it's absolutely not healthy. Okay. But it's like a whole wheat right. protein, quote unquote, mm-hmm. waffle. Um, and it's, it's frozen. The, it's frozen. Okay. Kodiak. And I've been eating them lately, like a little. I might get some like protein waffles. <laughs> what do you put on them? Um, you know, sometimes I, I'll do like an almond butter if I'm trying to be like, you know, go get them. Right. And then other days when I'm like, you know, it's kind of a lax day, I put some syrup on there. Oh, delicious. A little butter. I would love to get some protein waffles. I, have, I haven't had like a toaster waffle in years. It's great. You put it in the, your toaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This sounds incredible. Some of them are a little too thick, though, I got to tell you. I'll, we'll talk like, more when you get them. From the same brand? They're the, not consistent? They're, they have different... <laughs> They each each type you're getting, it's consistent in the box. Don't How get me wrong. How many different protein waffles does this company have? <laughs> Too many. What? And the kind I like sells out. How, like, what are the other types? Well, they've got a blueberry kind. They got oh, a chocolate okay. chip. But then they also have different levels of thickness. So they have like a really fat kind. And then they have like one that looks more like an ego. If they went on Shark Tank, the sharks would be like, you've got too many skews. I agree. You're going to fail. You need one. I'm surprised you don't know about them. It's Utah Company. I, I think well, it's Now that City. you say Kodiak, I feel like Kodiak's such a weird word. I, I know. It's Kodiak. Kind of, There's like a Kodiak bear, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Um, I think. I feel like they make like uh, pancake mix and stuff. Yeah, I remember so it seeing is that. that. Yeah, it's okay. that company. There's some, are they uh, are they good? Are they healthy? Kodiak, I I'm gonna say they're a good company. Okay, I they're probably like, owned by some like massive conglomerate. Oh yeah, of whatever. course the devil. It's the devil owns the company. But you know what I was gonna say. Speaking of Utah, my favorite place in Utah, Colorado City. Oh my God, Col- I mean Colorado City. Colorado City. I mean, why? Tell me why. Well, so we have family who lives in in Hurricane. Ooh, I haven't even heard of this. Well, it's, I mean, it's spelled hurricane, but apparently everyone oh, says hurricane. See, wow, I feel like such a phony because I would say hurricane. Well, that makes me feel better because <laughs> <laughs> I think I said it on one other podcast since people were like, it's actually a hurricane. And I was like, yeah, I know that's how my family said it, but that's. <laughs> it's, that's a hard thing to say knowing how to, when you know how to say hurricane, yeah. hurricane. 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 Okay, so you know, have, okay, continue. That's they, so anyway. That's like probably 20 minutes 
from Colorado City. Right. It's like really not that far. Right, right. And all near Lake Zion National Park. Yes. So beautiful. when we would drive sometimes from LA, we would go and we'd stay in Hurricane. Okay. And then we'd drive past Colorado City on the way to Colorado. Oh boy. And I I mean, I would always ask my this is my stepdad's family, like all about the fundamentalist Mormon. It's of like one course. of the biggest fundamentalist yes. Mormon communities that exists. Right. I think it's YFZ is the name of the... Of the, the... I think it's like Yearning for Zion or something. Wow. That's the name of it. Well, it's fascinating because it looks like a ghost town. Right, because they don't they finish their the, buildings, Because right? of the tax break. Yes. Yeah. They don't finish the buildings and they get the tax break. And so all the buildings are like boarded up. Uh-huh. And then that's where all the women and children are, I think, are inside. And then you oh. only see men kind of... If you see anyone at all, you see men. And I've heard from my, my stepdad and his, his dad that they've at times like driven through to go up like a hike up there. Right. And they get followed. By like black suburbans. Yeah. Or probably rickety old trucks. Trucks, that's where. That's more the vibe. <laughs> I want to go there. I mean, it's it truly is like one of the darkest places it you really can imagine. Is. I just picture Resident Evil or something. It has a real vibe. Um, but you've been through it or past it. I well, I made I made my husband stop because I was like, oh my god, this is it. I want to join. Yeah. <laughs> Let me off here. Get me out. <laughs> the big city. <laughs> New York. <laughs> Um, but I, I was like, yeah, like I just wanted to drive around it because I read under the banner of heaven oh, and they course. talk a lot about, uh, about Colorado city right. and that. And then, yeah, I mean, we, and I was just looking for people or like any signs of life and there's none, even you, though they're all in there. You saw no people whatsoever. No people. That is wild. But now every time we drive by, of course, I'm like fully like erect. <laughs> Looking out you the window, like, oh my horny god! Horny for absolutely the horniest. Wow, I would really love to visit that at some point. Yeah, because it, I mean, it is the worst of the polygamist cults. Right. Um, the leader is now in prison. Yeah, Warren Jeffs. Oh, you know his name and everything. Oh yeah, terrible person. Kind of a Voldemort type. Whoa. He was caught in, I think, Las Vegas or something years ago. He was like in the uh, FBI top. 10 or something. Oh my God, top 10. Top 10, he made it. Good for him. <laughs> 10 under 10. Um, no, he got, he's now like running the thing from prison, I think. Wow. And then I have a story to tell you about all of this. Um, I may have told this on this podcast before, but in college, I had a math professor named Teresa. Mm. It was a little, I mean, she was a good professor, but like there was something off. Okay. Not quite right with Teresa. You can tell. And there, she would occasionally like talk about or mention her personal life in ways where you're like, that doesn't sound like a normal person's <laughs> personal life. <laughs> that living situation doesn't quite Something's click. Something's weird. Um, but an, a great math professor for my very low-level math class. Uh, I moved on. I moved to L.A. and I started watching this uh, documentary series called Polygamy USA, oh which God. is about a polygamist group that is a splinter from the one we're currently talking okay. about. This one is uh, not as illegal. There's not as many dark things happening in this one. Okay. It's just people getting married to a lot of women yep. and being kind of weird. They're not marrying like like their they're not, wives. They're like no children, kids. none of that horrible okay, stuff. Okay. It, as far as I can tell. It's just polygamy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, kind of strange people. But I was watching it, loving it. Yeah. I want to watch it. I was. It was like 1.30 in the morning one night and 
suddenly Teresa <gasps> is being interviewed. My math professor is part of this group of people. No. <laughs> She's no, very well no. spoken. I think she might be kind of an advocate for whatever that is. And, for polygamy? And, you know, polygamous listeners, my apologies. <laughs> I know there are a lot of you on uh, here. There's so many of them. <laughs> Uh, but, oh, my God. And so, of course, I was suddenly taking screenshots galore. Sending it to all your high school friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone needed to know. But, of course, it mattered nothing to anyone because I... I hate that. Come <laughs> on. No, if they didn't give you a reaction, I'm going to kill them. People, I, I think would people be must have been excited. Uh, I hope they were for my sake. I think so. But I'm sure most people were like, why are you just posting pictures <laughs> of this very plain woman? <laughs> um... I'll have to post some pictures of her soon. I mean, that's fascinating, though. Did she have, did she dress the way that yes. they dress with, like, the long floral dresses? And right. The when hair. she was teaching me. So many braids. Oh, the braids, the braids. and the waves, the hair. The huge bangs yeah. and the braids. They look great. They've got, they've but, committed to a look. I mean, at this point, I bet you I'd see some girl in Brooklyn wearing and looking Guaranteed. exactly like that. If you, the polygamous look, if you were walking around Highland Park, people yeah. would be into it. They would be like, wow, she is so, she's a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, when she taught, she would just wear long skirts and, you know, kind of just nondescript Plain. clothes, but yeah. not like the prairie dress. Okay. She should have. She would have been I, very popular. I mean, I would have eaten it up. When I go, I'm telling you, when I go to her kid, <laughs> and listen to me, I'm saying it right, her kid. <laughs> Um, we go to the grocery store and if we see any like polygamists oh, mm -hmm. there, I am like watching them like a hawk. <laughs> also, I, I should say too, my family is descended from Mormons from Salt Lake City. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Like my whole, my mom, on my mom's side, both my grandmother and my grandfather were like broke away from the Mormon church. Oh, wow. So uh, what, like what year did they break away from it? I mean, probably in like the, God. I don't know, the 50s. The 50s? What made them leave? I think they, they just moved away and then okay. they kind of faded away from it all. But, right. Uh, and they were like well-educated. Uh, right, right. But then I think the, uh, it's fascinating because we'll like look back at all the family history uh -huh. and I remember reading like um, that like, you know, one of my distant relatives was like, yeah, you know, I asked my dad why he didn't have other wives and he was like, because I'm not a good enough man. But oh really it was just because I don't think they could afford it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a practical reason not to have multiple wives yeah, right? and hundreds of children. Yeah, too uh, expensive. Yeah, they wait. always, all the wives, they want the diamond rings. <laughs> <laughs> they want to go shopping. The fancy cars <laughs> and the nights out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would like when we had polygamists around town when I was growing up, yeah. you would go to Walmart or whatever and there'd be like barefoot kids Whoa. and like the women in the prairie dresses. Rarely would you see the men. Yes. They must have been at home they're, getting married to other women or something. They're taking care of their other wives and kids. Right. We had at least one polygamist in my high school, Esther the polygamist. Oh. Um, so she really incorporated it into her name, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Please call me Esther the polygamist. So this was when you were in school. So she was in, she was like in high school. Yeah. So she was already married. She was not married. Oh, okay, that makes me feel better. As far I mean, yeah. Unless maybe mm. she was in the eyes of the Mormon Church, because that's the other thing that I learned 
which I'm sure you already know, that the a lot of the wives, like obviously the the guy will get married to one woman and it'll be recognized in the eyes of like the state of the of Utah. Right. But then the rest of the marriages are through the Mormon church. So well, not the official Mormon church. Oh, right. Sorry. The whatever the fundamentalist group. Right. Yes, right. group. And then those those wives usually go on welfare. So oh, they live they the because they can register fraud. as single parents. Yeah. They should be teaching seminars. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Between the buildings and that. How to scam the US government. I mean, I should be doing something similar. <laughs> wow. If, if comedy doesn't work out for me and art doesn't work out for me, They're you know we're all <laughs> Do you watch Colorado Sister Wives? City? <laughs> I don't know. Um that uh that polygamous marriage has fallen apart on TV. Oh my God. The guy is now just uh, in a monogamous relationship again. Wow. All of his wife's divorced him. Although, like, I think he, yeah, he was only legally married to one of them. Yes. I don't know which one that was. I think it was the first one who's now left him. Yeah. So he's now, I'm not quite sure where he is with Robin, the final wife. Wow. She's going to divorce him too. I mean, yeah. They're all getting out of it there. Clearly it runs in the family. <laughs> I mean, that show, if you, it's about 20, it's literally 20 seasons. 20? But you can hop in at 19. Oh, that makes me feel better. And 19 is when the action begins. Okay. Because COVID hits and they're suddenly <gasps> filming themselves and he's going out of his mind. No. And uh, it's very interesting. Delicious. Oh, it's so I, good. I do feel like reality TV in the last year or two, because of COVID, has become exponentially more insane. Like <laughs> shit is hitting the fan in a way that it hasn't previously. Oh, yeah. Like, between Real Housewives Salt Lake City and, like, the stuff with Vanderpump Rules and oh, all that. yeah, of course. And then, like, Kyle on Beverly Hills Real Housewives. There's a lot going on. People are just breaking. They are. They, Absolutely They snapping. are fully broken. Do you watch uh, SLC Housewives? I do. Okay. Did you? Of course. It was so good. I cannot believe that Monica's not coming back. I cannot believe it. She was so compelling. I mean, so she easy saved to watch. the show. She saved the show. She brought such a mess. Such a delicious mess. My guess is that she must have truly been a nightmare to work with, like for the producers, because there's no way you would get rid of her otherwise. Right. Well, also, I was just assuming that the producers were in on the thing the whole time. They knew they, they must, must have known have all known. of that. Or they're horrible at their jobs. They knew it. They knew what they were. I think it's more that she's like maybe crashed and burned after the fact and, and burned bridges after the fact. Right. In, in a, maybe in desperation. Yes. I mean, because we've heard, you know, her talking and scheming with her mom. Right. Who, I her mean, mom, Linda, Linda deserves her own show. That was so disturbing. I was like, whoa, this is what an abusive mom looks like. Oh, she's a wild person. I mean, cuckoo. When she, when she had to walk home instead of drive herself. So <laughs> crazy. That lady deserves uh, her own network. Yeah, she really does. She's Both of them, out of her mind. I mean, fully. Let's do the Linda and Monica show. I'd watch. I would. I'd tune in. <laughs> I know I'm part of the problem. I'd tune into that. <laughs> I love being part of the problem. <laughs> I didn't start watching reality TV until the pandemic, and then I became an addict. That's kind of how my journey is. Really? Well. Similar? Uh, started with 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I've never watched it. Watched a lot of it. I don't watch it anymore because I think I really OD'd. Okay. But uh, that was my kind of entry point. Yeah. You, you need one show to get you hooked. What was then. yours? Well, I... I had some friends really pushing me to start Real Housewives. 
and I started New York. Okay. And I started from the beginning, which was crazy. Wow. But it was such a time warp, and it's like right when reality TV is starting that mm-hmm. it's kind of fascinating because like people are saying things and doing things that they just don't do on TV anymore because like everyone knows that they're on a TV right, show now, right? Right. And they know the consequences of being on one. Mm-hmm. So. I started and I was like, oh, this is crazy. And then I kind of want to just have it on the background, have it on the background. And then all of a sudden I'm nine seasons in and then like some crazy shit starts actually happening because they've been on TV so long. Uh-huh. And they've mutated. like Luann De La Seps gets cheated on. And I was like screaming. And I was like, this is like absolutely worth the long haul. So yeah. So then I became, I mean, then I was like, I got to get into the other franchises. Mm-hmm. And so have you watched all of the franchises now? Not all of them. I, I haven't really watched a ton of like Miami. Um, I started New Jersey relatively okay. recently. That's New a Jer- big hit. New Jersey's People insanity. love that one. I need to get into one more. Because yeah. I, I only have so, uh, Salt Lake, and then I have to wait a full year. Man, I see. The thing is, the other one, Salt Lake's a great place to start because there's only like, what, four seasons? Yeah. So I'm always like, that's a beautiful place. for If someone wants an entry point into Real Housewives, listen to me right so now. Easy. You start with Salt Lake City. And maybe skip season three. Yeah, no need. Maybe watch the first episode and last of season three. Uh, unless you want a real window into who Jen Shaw is. Uh, true. And you got to see the black eye. Oh, the black eye. Oh, God. The fucking the black, black eye. eye. What a... <laughs> Give me a break. Come on with the black eye. Just say who gave you the fucking black eye. Uh, the fact that she held that secret that long. What a disappointment. Well, to me, that speaks to like, she's she's such a like, Heather is a st- strong person, it seems. And then in other ways, I'm like, wow, what is going on? Why are you like, I don't know I if feel that's. Like there's like a need to be popular or something. Yes. Well, like. Something liked. going on there. I have been to Beauty Lab. You have? Multiple times. To do what? Get my picture taken. Oh, my God. I have not given them any money. (laughs) No Botox? No. no, That'll be my next move. I'm going to get blasted. (laughs) Um, I I was in Utah last week. I should have gone to their new location. Oh, my God. What a waste of time that was. All I did was see family. No, boy. Total waste of time. What are you doing? What (laughs) are you doing? I could have been at Beauty Lab. You could have been... At, with the Sundance Queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, I think we should play a game. Hmm. Annalise's today, what do you think? Giftmaster, okay. Hmm. I need a number between one and ten from you. Oh, three? Okay, I have to do some light calculating. So right now you can <laughs> recommend, promote, do whatever you want. I'll be right back. Oh my gosh, what to recommend and promote. Is this my own stuff or is this like just general like? Either. Mm. I think you should promote something of your own and then okay. maybe recommend do whatever and then I'll you recommend want. Something else. Okay. Um I will promote I have two podcasts on Comedy Bang Bang World Patreon. One is called This Book Changed My Life and the other one is called Hey Randy. And then I have a solo show at the Allegiant Theater um that I've been doing on and off and I'm sure there'll be more dates coming. So it's called Quit While I'm Behind and you can follow me at my social media handle is such a nightmare. At L-I-L-Y-Y-I-L-Y. <laughs> Just search Lily Sullivan and I'm the less famous one okay. that pops up. So close <laughs> and then, oh, and then in terms of recommend, oh God, I mean, I'm going to recommend the protein waffles. <laughs> and then what else? What else? <laughs> the Kodiak company's got to send us some waffles. Yeah, they got if to. If they don't send us a bunch of free things, I'm going to wig Thank you. out. And if I find out that you got the free stuff and you didn't share, 
<laughs> if I get a bunch of free waffles, I'm going to load them up and back them into your house. <laughs> also, I would recommend going to Colorado City. Yeah, we should all go to Colorado City at some point to be kind of chased by polygamists. Yeah, get, especially if you're a man, I think you get chased out of town. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Because they're threatened Competition. By you. Yeah. yeah. And only so many younger men are allowed in town, I feel. There's a whole thing about that. You know, oh, they kick young men out. They do. Yeah. I know. And then, this is another thing. Uh... Oh, is that a phone? Uh, that's the alarm. That's a polygamist alarm. <laughs> Stop like, telling our secrets. talked a little bit too much about them. <laughs> but they, then I was hearing from my extended family that the, the polygamists are very good, at least from that from Colorado City, at doing tile. So tile? They're known to do like good tile in that area. Wow. Get a new new bath? Yeah. I and mean, then she was saying that they, while they're doing the tile, like if they, because she had them come, that they all started watching the TV because oh, they can't watch TV. That is eerie. Yeah. And I was like, wow. They're all kind of just slowly turning towards the TV. Towards the TV. Wow. Not excellent the tile tilers. Done. I'm going to have them redo both of my bathrooms. I mean, yeah, while you're in town, while you're at Beauty Lab. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass through Beauty Lab, drive to Colorado City, pick up some polygamous men, bring them back here. I love this. <laughs> and then let them watch an episode of TV. Pounding protein waffles. Watch <laughs> it on the big screen. <laughs> um, okay, uh, this is how we play Gift Master. I'm going to name three celebrities oh. and three gifts, three things you can give away. Okay. And you're going to tell me which celebrity you would give which gift and why. Okay, well, I hope I know all the celebrities. I hope you do, too. Oh, I'm scared. Okay, this is the first one. Uh, I hope, I, I don't think I've ever said his name aloud, Barry Keegan. Oh, is that boy. the guy's name? The new That's the guy from the Who Drinks the Bathwater? Yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> uh Barry Keegan, Jose Canseco, famous baseball player, okay. Jose Canseco, and Maroon Five. The band. All five of them. Oh. Is it five people in the there's, band? There's gotta be, right? Otherwise I'd be like, you idiots. I wonder. Now I'm very Why curious. Six? It's just one guy. <laughs> yeah, it's only what's his name again? Uh Divine not Divine. Levine. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Uh, yes, I. there must be five. Annalise, what do you think? There are 40 members of this acapella There's band. There's been, there's like a history of things. I guess it's like recently there was, they were a seven-piece band. No. Ooh. I don't know. I'm looking, I'm trying to get to the origins. No. Okay. But clearly they haven't you always had five. five. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you have two other band members, they need to be off stage. Oh, absolutely. Just show me five. Those two should be <laughs> behind a curtain. They should. Get them out of the band. How dare they? Um, okay, so those are the three celebrities. Barry Keegan, yeah. Jose Canseco, Maroon, Maroon 5. five. Uh, and these are the three gifts. Number one, a badass sword. Whoa. Number two, a swimmer's torso. And number three, a bloodthirsty fan base. Whoa. Those are all great gifts. Okay, jeez. A sword. A... Bloodthirsty fan base mm -hmm. and a what? A swimmer's torso. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I think Barry, Barry. Barry. Barry's going to get the torso. And I'm going to tell you why. He's got to drink some bath water off that torso. Like... <laughs> A la body shot. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Oh, so you're giving him like uh, someone's <laughs> a torso has been chopped up and yeah. it's like dropped on his porch. Yeah. So he's not going to have the torso. No. No, no, no. This is going to have kind of a I cadaver torso. It's like, you know, when you do like ice luge. 
Yeah, it's of like, course. It's like a party party torso. You set it up <laughs> and you drink bath water off of it. People are going to be obsessed. That's going to be the new like Instagram party thing that everyone has. It's like the 3D camera. Now people will be drinking off of a yeah. chopped up torso. And, well, I'm pretty sure that they all have, all of these people that you've listed have they're in shape. They have nice enough bodies. Yeah, these are, they're, I assume. I would think. We don't know. I mean, Room 5 has 400 athlete. members, so it's probably all <laughs> different shapes and sizes. Um, okay, so then, Jose Canseco, I'm going to give him a sword. Oh, interesting. To chop the balls in half. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me kind of an aggressive vibe. Yeah. I'm re- I feel like he's on Twitter or something. He's Is one he? of these people kind of tweeting no. wild things. See, that's the thing. Certain people, they can't have oh, social media. Certainly not so. like an aging baseball player. No, 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 no. Uh, also, no need. What are you doing? No yeah. need. Why are you trying to You've build You've got all a- the money in the world. What are you doing online? Go do something. That's the thing about social media that's made it so sad. Annalise. What's going on? Is he dead? Oh my God, Annalise he's dead. Gas. He's dead. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's just he, uh, he's been arrested for a bunch of things like no. reckless driving and carrying a loaded semi-automatic no. pistol in his car. So he doesn't need a sword. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> or maybe they've all been taken from him and no, he could use honestly, one. Honestly, I can't. This is the he problem. He loves weapons. I can't give him the bloodthirsty fan base because then they're going to be encouraging that behavior. He'll have an army. So I actually, maybe I have to give him the torso <laughs> because, well, what's he going to do with that? <laughs> He's going to party a little too hard because obviously it's a party tour. So, all right, I'm still going to give him the sword. Okay. It's going to be chaotic no matter what. He's already he's already got weapons. He's going to Maybe he trips and falls on it. Oh. That he's would dead. teach him a R. lesson. him and Howard Stern. <laughs> double <Compound> funeral. funeral. <laughs> Come to our double funeral. You and I are singing. <laughs> and our bird. Beautiful, beautiful. It's flying around the church. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so that that that's what I would do, and okay. then the blood thir- thirsty fan base goes to Maroon Five because they need it. <laughs> they need it. Yeah, I feel like their fan base at best is probably tepid. Yeah, probably people Luke who Horn. are like, I, I guess I like them. Yeah. I heard them on the radio. They, I heard heard them on Jack FM. I think there's a lot of people go in and they're like, oh, there was a show happening in their you know small city. Mm-hmm. They go, they're like, who's headlining? Oh yeah, Maroon Five. Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's part of a corporate retreat or something. <laughs> Absolutely. I didn't hate it. (laughs) They could have gotten rid of two of the people on stage, but they were fine. Well, Adam's really the only one that you know from the band. No one knows anyone else in that band. Couldn't tell you another face or instrument. Is he working to keep the other people nameless? Yep. He's trying to keep them back and down. He is keeping them in Colorado City. His own They're probably not allowed to watch TV or anything. (laughs) (laughs) They're very good at tiling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Maroon 5 tiled my bathroom. That, I, I'd i wear a shirt with that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody print, Maroon 5 print it. Guys, are you listening, Maroon 5? I know you Reach are. Reach out. Come on, Nelly. <laughs> are you there, buddy? <laughs> uh, beautifully played. Yeah? Really thoughtful. And uh, we've all gotten to kind of picture a... a Swimmer's torso completely removed from a body. <laughs> I like, I really truly did not understand that you meant give it to that person. Like they would now have a nice body. You took it in a much better way, I think. Really, really dark. <laughs> you created a whole new party trend. Yeah. Kind of a Hannibal Lecter party. I mean, it sounds fun. Sounds delightful. Um, okay, this is the final segment of the podcast. Okay. It's called I Said No Emails. And people write into <laughs> I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. Listeners begging for help, okay. just desperate. I love it. Uh, I help them. Would you mind helping? Of course. Okay, let's get into the doc here. 
Okay. Well, this looks like it's going to be extremely long. Everybody oh, buckle boy. up. Oh, boy. <clears throat> I'm going to clear my throat. <laughs> Dearest Bridger, Annalise, and disrespectful yet gracious guest. That's nice. Oh, wow. Thank you. Okay. We're going to have to blow through this because this is the Bible. This is a retrospective question as I already lived through this horribly awkward event. I had been seeing someone for around a month and a, a month and a half leading up to Christmas. I am a student and the person was a friend of a friend and lived two and a half hours away from me. We had a pretty immediate spark, but it died down for me as we uh, spent time together. Oh, if tale as old as time. I wasn't sure if it was me losing interest or just being stressed with exam season to think about a potential relationship with this person, but once I was on winter break, things became clear, and I decided I didn't want to pursue it any further. Christmas heartache. Uh, I texted this person that the distance wasn't working for me, but their answer was just along the lines of, they are so willing to make it work, and they hope I am too. And (laughs) and then they invited me to drive up to their place for the day. Oh, this is the beginning of a horror movie. So I drove up to their place and decided to end it when I got there. The thing is that when I walked into the house, their roommates were sitting in the middle of the living room, so I couldn't do it right away. Okay. Oh, my God. We're about halfway through here. Real play by uh, play. <laughs> and then they asked me if I wanted to open my Christmas present. Oh. I had already given them an early Christmas present before this, and I didn't know what to do because they had already bought it for me. So I opened it. Yep. And then I thought, well, now I can't just end things right after opening a gift from them, right? And basically things like this kept on happening for the whole afternoon. More so gifts? I- <laughs> 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 this is kept a- giving me Christmas gifts all day long. <laughs> Isn't that what happens in Gone Girl? Uh, I oh, can't yeah. remember. So I ended up awkwardly spending like three hours with them. I finally forced myself to just say what I had had to say and end it. And that was uh, also horribly awkward and uncomfortable. Okay. Okay, good. I'm sorry that was long. Thank you so much for the apology. Um I just wanted to give a good picture of how awkward things were because then I was faced with two situations that actually made things more awkward. Oh, oh my God. No. Number one, they were about to make a snack for us to eat, maybe a protein waffle. Absolutely. Uh, and when we were done talking, they said they were going to still make food. I said I'd get out of their hair and head out, but they replied, no, you don't have to unless you want to. Oh, my God. This unleashed a pretty deep pettiness I didn't know I had in me, and I decided I had to stay. I absolutely overstayed my welcome and sat in their kitchen eating their food and chatting with their roommates until they basically kicked me out. Which brings us to question one. How long is this email? We're almost done. I feel like I was like, oh, I could answer that question. Now, oh, wait, no, there's more questions. Number one, would you have stayed? What would you have done? Number two, what do I do about the gift? A lot of my friends and family are judging me for taking it home with me. But what was I supposed to do? I wasn't asking for the gift that I gave them back. And they had already spent money to get me a gift. Would you have left the gift with them or would you have taken it? I never give gifts to get something in return. Oh, okay. I believe if you give something to... (laughs) I believe if you give something to someone, then whatever they do is up to them. I don't know if I'm looking for validation or for okay, or for someone to tell me I, I was wrong. But either way, I appreciate you taking the time to read this very long email. Well, they were aware. Yep. Wishing you the very best. You brighten my Thursdays. Oh, buttering me up last Aww. minute. Zoe. Thank you, Zoe. Wow. Woo. Okay. You know what? It's a book pitch. It is. Great manuscript. 
I, I've been in a similar situation. Oh, you're kidding. I had a breakup like right around Christmas with a guy. What happened? And he gave me gifts. Oh, no. And I still dumped him. And <laughs> I kept the gifts. After? We had basically, I think, I can't remember exactly the timeline, but I, I think I broke up with him and he in the process came upstairs like with me and brought a bunch of the Christmas gifts to like almost guilt me. <laughs> Oh, and no. then I opened them all after he left, and they were all like inside joke kind of. Oh. And I was like, I don't want this garbage. Shit. Yeah, garbage. That's easy stuff Trash. to throw away. <laughs> um, but I feel like first of all, you never, you never have to stay anywhere you don't want to stay. No, no, especially not in this creepy cabin he's lured you into. Yeah, and even even if he's doing his best to like guilt you or keep you there. You can always leave. You don't owe him anything. No. No. Unless the gift was great. And then unless, you owe him the world. Unless it's a car. Your hand in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. I mean, the overdoing it with the staying, I think she didn't go uh, far enough with the overdoing it. Yes, exactly. If you're going to overdo it, you've got to ruin his life now. Yeah, you do. Become the worst person. You need to be a person. squatter. Yes. Stay there for weeks <laughs> if you're really going to try and ruin things. And then kind of evict him from your new home. 100%. And just make his life a living hell. Uh, keeping the gift. Was it okay yeah, to keep, keep the, the gift? gift? Well, it depends. If, if the gift's like a diamond ring. <laughs> Pawn it. The shit. No. <laughs> I feel like it's it's all about... it's. If, if they clearly spent a lot of money and could return it mm -hmm. and you feel guilty keeping it, right? then, okay, fine, maybe give it back to them. But if it's like something like, you know. Enjoy the gift. It's like, just keep it. Enjoy the It's more the complicated to go and like give it back and hash it out. Just right. like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of those kinds of breakups where you just go like cold turkey, don't speak to that person for Ice years. Cold. I think it's the best. It's probably. It, everybody's like, no, I have to like go and get coffee with them. I'm like, no, you don't. What? <laughs> They're you, not going to be part of your life anymore. You don't need to open that wound again. It's just starting <laughs> Give them a nice, clean, you know, sign. Literally unnecessary. <clears throat> but I, I think a lot of people get caught up in like, I have to like, I. but I loved this person for so long and I have to, I'm so used to talking to them. And it's like, yeah, but you're never going to get over it if you keep seeing them for fucking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you wins. I mean, I feel like the problem Zoe has is these judgy friends and family. I Get rid so of too. them. I agree. I think she, you're. She's trying to please everybody, mm -hmm. and you just can't. You got to do what what makes you feel best. Zoe has to isolate. Yeah, cut off everyone. Go ahead and find a cabin in the woods, <laughs> not this guy's cabin. <laughs> Maybe next door, <laughs> and make it your own. Maybe little Colorado place. City. <laughs> and you don't even have to finish the house. There's plenty of men there and plenty of women and children to be friends with. What kind of tax break could you possibly be getting? Yeah, by that point, you're paying for the gift and more with the tax break you're getting in Colorado City. I know, I, I do think like, I mean, it's always so messy breakups because they're like, you clearly you have stuff of theirs, they have stuff of yours. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, let them keep it. Yeah, they'll, you know. It doesn't matter that much. In three months, it'll all be forgotten. You, nobody give you. Think about all the stuff in your house that goes to Goodwill. Not to call it back. <sighs> but well, we know none of the things will be tried on in store. That stuff's going in a landfill, no matter what. Mm -hmm. 
No matter what he gave you, it can't be that good. What was it, a Stanley Cup? I know. That, like, <laughs> of, of all the details in this 40-page email. Tell me what email, the gift was. Tell me what you got. Tell me what could the have freaking possibly been? gift. Otherwise, I'm just like, I, I don't understand. It, it would have to be, the gift would help me understand why it's so hard right, right now. This precious but gem. At this point, I'm like, I don't think you really like this person clearly. This guy seems to have some kind of hold over you or your guilt does that you keep going back. He basically lives in another state. Yeah, you don't, you could never speak to this person again, but maybe this gift was like a car. Zoe? <laughs> yeah, a new boat or something. Yeah. Well, we can't answer the question fully because Zoe, Zoe. unfortunately failed. <laughs> um, we love you, Zoe, but you really fucked that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe, we'll take, you know, the kind of swamp of information we just provided and fix your life. Yeah. Fix your life with that information. We answered this as perfectly as we possibly could have. And I just want to say I kept all those gifts from that guy that I broke up with. And do you still have them? Look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any one of those gifts. Oh, I wonder who has them. Some landfill, probably. And now you're here being a beautiful artist. Exactly. Zoe, that so, could be Zoe's life. This could life. be you, Zoe, painting a beautiful picture like this. Oh, Lily... <laughs> I've had such a wonderful time oh with you. Oh, my God. Me too. And I now have this beautiful piece of art I'll have to frame. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I didn't bring a frame. Um, and then sell to our billionaire <laughs> listener. Please <laughs> reach out. I'm begging you. Let me stay in your vacation home. Um, just a wonderful time with oh, you. Thank you for being here. A joy. Thank you so much for having me. Listener, the podcast is... It's never been more over. It's just ending. Move on. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an exactly right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Ben Tolliday. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? When I invited you here I thought I made myself perfectly clear When you're a guest in my home 